What is going on, guys? Welcome back to Take the Lead. You already know who I am. You should know who I am by now. It is me, the one and only John O'Halloran. And once again, I got someone with me. You should know who he is by now. His third straight episode. Introduce yourself. Like I say in the last podcast, it's the GOAT, baby. Yes. Let's start off with some you know, preseason football. It doesn't count. I could care less about preseason football. But Mac Jones was impressive yesterday against the Washington football team. Um, so was Ryan Mallett his first start in the preseason. He sucked. Ryan Mallett? Why does that name sound familiar? It's a quarterback the Patriots drafted about 10 years ago. Who was he And on? everyone thought he was the next big thing. Who's he on? He doesn't play in the league anymore. Oh, I get what you're saying. <clears throat> Um, but Mac Jones did look good. Yes. Uh, but that running back would go a lot better. Well, a uh, 91-yard run? Yes. Uh, immediately he completed uh, two or five passes for 20 yards in his first possession and led a 10-play 43-yard drive, which resulted in a 50-yard field goal to push New England's lead 6 to nothing. Uh, 6 nothing. Um, He put all the second half and third quarter before we t- uh, be taken up for Brian Hoyer. Um, at the end of the night... Uh, Jones' stat line um, read 13 completions for 19 attempts for 87 yards. Um, I also uh, also feared uh, well led the Patriots on 13 play a 53 yard drive, which ended in, in another field goal. Um, Belichick said, uh, "We'll we'll look at it in uh, film and see." Instead of Jones performing some good things, plenty of things we can improve on. Um, Mac, uh, speaking on his competition, um, Cam Newton did not look it at all. Um, he completed four seven passes for uh, forty nine yards, and was also a point where how many well, yards did he get? Uh, forty nine yards. His first possession was a three and out. Four yards than he threw all last season. <laughs> his uh, first possession was a three and out, while the second was a, a nine play fifty four yard drive. Yeah, but that three and out wasn't his fault on that third down play. They called the fumble. I'd say a win totally missed a block in. Chase Young got through. Chase Young got through, and he took once. He wasn't even on his second step yet, and he was on the ground. Yes. That's a little clip right there, and. Early minutes of the second quarter. Jones with time. Throw the deep ball down. The fingertips. What a throw! And Wilkerson. What a throw! In the bucket. You know, it is preseason. He's playing against, um, you know, second, bombs. Th- bombs, second, third stringers, but he did look good. He's playing against us out there, basically. Yes. But um, even though it's preseason, you look great. Kim, on the other hand, didn't look great. Um, Scott you... Zola, I've liked him. Oh, what a throw! Right in the basket. Uh, you can't, like you said, you really can't blame Kim Newton on that uh, fumble, but. You know, what was it? Um, you know, four, seven, four, nine passes. Uh, three now. Then it was nine-yard play, 54-yard drive, which helped in the field goal. Um, I don't know. Cam Jones, Cam Jones, Mac Jones, he looked really good. Cam Newton, on the other hand, didn't look good. You know, it's preseason. Um, no, Patriots obviously made the playoffs last year, so maybe Cam Newton's still a little rusty. But, you know, rookie comes in and plays good. So it's going to be really interesting these next two uh, preseasons because there's only two, uh, three games this preseason because 
the NFL is now 18 games. So they got the Eagles next. Uh, <laughs> you all right? Oh yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see now how how it's gonna go for Mac Jones and uh, Cam Newton. But uh, speaking about the Eagles, I watched some of it. Um, Jalen Hurts, you know, looked good. What about Dwayne Haskins on the Steelers? Did he look good? I want to talk about. Well, I don't know. I only watch a couple uh, plays of the game. Um, he played two series, told ten snaps. Uh, Eagles lost twenty-four to sixteen. Um, well, the stats weren't great. He finished uh, three for seven, fifty-four yards, but uh, was a couple of drops. One from Jalen Ruger, uh, one from Zach Ertz. Um, I don't know, I'm just I I just think the Eagles. This could sound crazy. I'm going to sound biased. The NFC's East is weak. I think the Eagles could run the table and actually win this division. You truly think so? I, well, NFC East is weak. But you can't sleep on the uh, Washington football team. They've got a really good defense. Uh, I think the Cowboys would be healthy. But, you know, I, I didn't like Jalen Hurt, Jalen Hurts in college. But I don't know. I just think he's can. I think he can do good leading this team. Because when he took over for Chris Wentz last year, this team actually played pretty decent. They did. But they don't... Do you think... Now they have film on him now. Huh? Oh, film? Now they got film Yes. Hurts. Yes. The Eagles really should have kept Carson Wentz, though. Because the quarterback uh, depth chart would read... Wentz always... Yeah, Wentz is hurt. Wentz hurts. Oh, I meant to um, say this about Mac Jones again. I'm going back to Mac Jones. Uh, Trent Brown believes Mac Jones can be a special quarterback in the NFL. He said, I think he can be special. Brown's beefy boy. <laughs> Brown said of Jones, WEI.com. That's a lot going on. For, uh, there's a lot going on for right now. This is a different ball game. And with Bill's defense, there's a lot of moving parts out there. Uh, he's just going to go down and settle down. And uh, I think he'll be all right. Um, now, i got to agree with him there. Yeah. But also back... Let's say to uh, Carson Wentz. Um, <clears throat> Carson Wentz um, is stepping in the right direction for uh, Gary for Week One, as we all know. He step in the right direction. Is it with his left foot or his right foot? <laughs> he was uh, beginning early August. He was expected to miss five to twelve weeks. He appeared at uh, practice without a walking boot and set to begin rehab next week. Obviously, they acquired from the Eagles. Um, How many games does Carson Wentz play this season? Does he play a full season for the third time in his career? Or does he not play a full season play? Does not. Does not. No. i got to go with you. What these, these, some of these fans don't realize is the NFL, like 16, a 16 game schedule is a lot. Mm-hmm. And now you're adding another game onto that? Mm-hmm. There's going to be a lot of play. There's going to be big injuries this year. There's going to be a lot of players that are hurt because of that one extra game. Mm-hmm. I mean, and especially speaking of both players being hurt, Carson Wentz, he's always hurt. You know, I saw it firsthand as an Eagles fan. Uh, played full 16 games his rookie year. Second year, I got hurt. Third year, I believe he got hurt. Fourth year, no. First year, full season. Second year, hurt. I think third year, he was hurt. Fourth year was a full season. Then, um, then they shipped his ass out. Yep. But I just, I don't think he's going to 
play a full season. Uh, it's just it's just a history. It's unfortunate because we're now treating him for a bag of groceries. You know, with the Browns now, look at that. I think the Eagles. You could say they could have won because they got a Super Bowl out of it, but he wasn't starting quarterback for that Super Bowl. I think the Eagles lost that trade. Who was the trade for again? Uh, the Eagles and Browns. I think the Browns had the second pick. And the Eagles, I think, traded. How much did they give up? Look it up. All right. Um, Carson Wentz. I don't know what's going to say. I always believe Wikipedia. Is that a promo? Trying to get a promo ahead in there? Um, let's see. It's not just like an Eagles and Browns trade. Eagles and Browns trade. Yeah, I mean, if Wikipedia wants to uh, sponsor this, that'd be really friggin' awesome. Oh my god, I forgot to type in Browns trade. On April 20th, 20, back in 2016, the Eagles made a ma uh, Browns made a massive trade with the Eagles and called on the Carson trade. Uh, for now, the Eagles rest moved up to from number 8 to acquire the Browns pick at number 2. So it looks like they just flopped both picks. I think they gave up more than that. Um, the Eagles dealt the number 8 pick, a third pick, a fourth round pick in 2016, as well as their uh, 2017 first round pick and a 2018 second round pick. Um, yeah, they you know, they give up a lot. What was the pick that they got in the year after? Who? What was the pick the Brown who the Browns select with the the Eagles first round pick? Yeah. So twenty seventeen NFL draft. And you compare the two players they got in the first round because they got the first round pick the year after. Was it twenty seventeen? All right. Um, just gonna say Philly on the side. Deshaun Watson. Nice. From Philadelphia, Viva Cleveland. So it looks like Cleveland traded with So there you go. Nice. So Cleveland traded the second pick to the Eagles. Then they flipped that pick to Houston. To Houston, and Houston selected Deshaun Watson. So if that didn't happen, the Eagles could Browns could have drafted Miles Garrett at one and Deshaun Watson at twelve. I mean, right now you really can't compare both of them because fortunately one is right now in a situation that sucks and hopefully he gets out of it good. Speaking about Deshaun Watson, the other is just always injured. Deshaun Watson. Yeah. Talk about a third straight quarterback, Josh Allen. Agrees to monster six-year deal extension. Uh, ESPN's Chris uh, Mortensen reported that the Bills and Allen have uh, agreed to a six-year deal contract extension on Cleveland Buffalo through the 2027 NFL season. Um, his ESPN colleague Adam Scheffler reported that the six-year deal will be worth $258 million, with $150 million uh, being fully guaranteed. Um, this will be Allen's fourth season. I mean, after Wyoming in 2018. Um, I think this is great for the Bills. I really do. I think Josh Allen. They didn't like him at the beginning of last year. There's rumbles saying that they might get rid of him. And I was hoping they would. Belichick would be there, sipping his orange juice, looking across the table, and he's like, yeah, no. 
Yeah, but Paul's just slowly stealing some water. I'm not complaining about that. <laughs> you sound like the guy from Fever Pitch. The very end when he's talking about the Red Sox breaking the curse and winning the World Series. The dork with the glasses? <laughs> yeah. But I tried to do my Bill Belichick. No, I think no. I love. I think Josh Allen is a great quarterback. He improved tremendously last season. Uh, yeah. I'm pretty sure he's running. Anyone's gonna improve when you have Stephon Diggs as your quarterback. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I made his first Pro Bowl last year. Um, I just think look at he, look at uh, Kirk Cousins when he had him a little his first year. Minnesota Kirk Cousins put up number, put up numbers mm-hmm. as uh, Kirk Cousins would say. What did he say? You like that? How, uh, how do you like that? How do you like that? What or was it? I don't know. It's nothing. Got to look up now. What? I mean, I, I like Josh Allen. I liked him coming uh, when he was drafted. I remember a couple years ago on this podcast, I said, uh, "Oops, I think Josh Allen." I said, "I think Josh Allen will be one of the best quarterbacks in that draft." And people were like, "Are you kidding me?" Um, Lamar Jackson was in that draft. Lamar Jackson was in that draft. Lamar Jackson's a good quarterback, I bet I would rather have Josh Allen Josh at this Allen. point. He's a better arm. Right. And he can run too. Lamar can just run. Oh, you like that. You said you like that. Oh, that's what it was? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he had Stephon Diggs and he go. You like that? You like that? I'm pretty sure that was against the Eagles too. Um, but yeah, I mean I I think Josh Allen's obviously the best quarterback in the AFC East. Yes. Well, he's not playing against much. No. He's either got mac and cheese. Or Cam. Or Spam. And Zach Wilson, who's struggling in um, training camp. <laughs> and Tua Tiggly Lova, whatever his name is. Sounds you said like Tua Tickle something something. I don't know how to say his name, but I mean... No, congratulations to Josh Allen. I just, he, he freaking deserves it. You know, with great that quarterback. contract, what was it, 256, you said? 250, 200 and, 258, uh, $150 million guaranteed. So I think, I think Tom Brady's whole career has made 260 or 256 million his whole career. This guy just got a contract that, just around that. Mm-hmm. Well, that's because Brady, when he was on the Patriots, kept on taking pay cuts after To keep the band together. And the Patriots kept on getting rings after rings. Uh, you're going to the Red Sox game this weekend? Sunday. But unfortunately, not going tomorrow. No, I have not seen sale. But good thing is, they moved Garrett Richards into the bullpen. So I'm going to see Ogoto Rodriguez. So don't worry, people. Your boy over here is not going to get arrested. He's not going to kick down the door to Heinlum's office and look at his face and say, Fuck you. Uh, I should still, though, because he screwed the trade deadline up, man. Yeah, we're going to talk about that. Um, he's coming back, uh, hasn't pitched since... Oh, Chris Taylor's coming back, hasn't pitched since... Wow, August 13th, 2019. Today's Friday, August 13th, 2021. He has almost pitched in two years. Uh, he's 32 years old. Um... During his um, recent rehab starts, he struck out 35 uh, hitters in 20 minor league innings. Uh, before his injury, sales one of the best uh, baseball pitchers. The South Park owned a 109-73 record with 3.03 ERA, 2007 strikeouts, and um, 1,629 23rd innings across 10 seasons. Um, Red Sox, they need something. 
No, like you said, they were they screwed. They need a lot. Like you said, in, uh, uh, they were screwed during the uh, trade deadline, which I completely agree with. They should have gone out. They should have got a pitcher in Kyle Gibson. They should have got German Hernandez or whatever his name is from the Rockies. They should have got out and got another pitcher. Because right now, your pitchers is Chris Seal, Eduardo Rodriguez, um, Tanner Hawk. Tanner Hawk. But they keep on putting him down to. I like to him. He, he can throw heat. They moved um, Martin, Martin, Martin Perez and Garrett Richards to the bullpen. Yeah, but your bullpen sucks. Matt Barnes has been terrible lately. Your bullpen sucks, and you put your two worst pitchers in the bullpen. Today, Red Sox made a minor move. They activated the stiff they got from the Nationals, and they're using him as a DH. He's not playing first base. They're using him as a DH, and they're moving JD to the outfield. Um, and they DFA, DFA'd Marwan Gonzalez. Marwan Gonzalez wasn't having a good season for the Red Sox. Nope. Um, in 71 games, he was hitting 202. Yep, 202 with two home runs, one run bad in over 77 games. That's um, not good, but you know no. what? You know what? He's a utility man. You can plug him anywhere. Over that, him at first base and Frenchy Cordero. No, he's terrible. You release one of those people that you put in the bullpen. Yeah, he's terrible. You signed Garrett Richards to a one-year, $11 million deal this August. I thought that was a terrible signing. You're giving that guy $11 million Just towards to end. give up eight runs in the first inning every mm-hmm. game that he pitches. Yep. Give me $11 million. And the last time uh, Kyle Schwarber has played, it's been July 2nd, so it's been a month since he played. Uh, prior to that, he had 253 with 25 home runs, 53 runs batted in over 72 games. Um, I just think the Red Sox, they're, they're in trouble. It's like I went, to, I went to a Red Sox game a couple of years ago. I think it was two years ago. 29, yeah, 2019. It was August 11, 2019. They played the Angels. Yes. Two people wanted to see it was Mookie and Mike Trout. Mm-hmm. Both of them didn't play. Mm-hmm. Red Sox ended up losing. They had a tough season that year. And Andrew Kashner pitched. Oh, my they, God. And let me tell you this. He didn't even get out of the first inning. Or he got out of the, yeah, he didn't. No, sorry, he didn't get out of the second inning. He went like two in, two innings and got two outs. And let me tell you, you ever hear twenty five to 28,000 people boo at Fenway? Not really. Every single person booed when he was walking off the field. The one per actually, not sorry, not every single person. I was with Sam at the game, and she said, why is everyone booing him? Because he sucked. I he said, fucking sucked. <laughs> I said he he didn't pitch good. Like he sucks. She was like, oh, what? Why why do they have to? Why do they boo? Like, suck. You wanna know how bad he is? When the Red Sox got him in 2019, I said, "Who the fuck is Andrew Kashner?" I looked him up. I saw his numbers, and I said, "God help me, this guy sucks ass." He was like. What was he when he when the Red Sox got him in a trade? He was like seven and oh. Oh, he was. Yeah, like he was like undefeated when they got him in a trade. Look at look it up. Say Andrew Kashner's numbers before the Red Sox trade. Well, his career record is fifty-seven and eighty-seven. This guy fucking he's cheeks. Andrew uh, Kashner trade. Two Red Sox. Then look at when Baltimore traded him to us. Look how he pitched for Baltimore, then look how he pitched for the Red Sox. 
Okay, let's see. Oh, so he was 9-3 at the time with a 3.83 ERA. In uh, his last five starts at the time, he was 1.41 ERA. Yeah. And look at his number with the Red Sox. It's probably on Wikipedia if I go back. Oh, of course it's not. Because um, I, I, when I got him, I had no idea who he was. And I know at that time they needed pitching. They just like they needed this trade deadline, and they didn't go out and they didn't do anything, which they should have. They got two guys in the bullpen. Well, his ERA is combined 10, or it's probably even more now. That guy, Austin Davis, he got from... So... Pittsburgh? He's given up three runs in each game that he's pitched for the Red so he was 9-3 when he came, as I said. Area is 3.83. Pitched seven games to the Red Sox, went 2-5 with a 6.2, a 6.20 ERA. So, that's fucking terrible. Yeah. I mean, the, the Red Sox, kind boom, or whatever his name is, he should have gotten out, and he should have got a pitcher. The Red Sox needed pitching. They're, I mean... Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Yankees are right on our butts. So are the Blue Jays. They're half a game better or something, something like that. So are the Blue Jays. I mean, ooh, wow, Red Sox, they put 20 runs up two days ago. Yay, ooh, and 20 runs. They lost 8-2 the next day. And they're probably going to lose tonight, lose Saturday. They better not lose Sunday. Well, they're probably going to. I went to the Ohioans are bad luck. I, I went to four games and we're 1-3 this year. So. Well, that's because you're bad. So are you. Really? Fucking Mookie Betts in the air. <laughs> Mike Trout didn't play. I'm bad luck. Well, you know what? You're the one that killed Hell Davis. Okay, let's not talk about that. Um, but. Oh, jeez. That guy's still alive. He hasn't croaked yet. A week later. NFL break news. Hell Davis dies. <laughs> um, but I just. Three weeks are the Red Sox for what? 58 and 36. They were the best team in baseball. Right behind the Giants. Yeah. I want to see. Did they lose the series to the um, Rays and Blue Jays? Yes. They did? Yes. They haven't won a series since the All-Star break. This, they're, they got the Yankees coming up in three, then the Rangers and the Twins. I mean, it's not, if, they, this will def huh? if they beat the Yankees, if they sweep, they need to sweep... Baltimore. They need to sweep the Yankees. They need to sweep the rest of the series, basically. It's only a two-game series against Baltimore, Saturday and Sunday. No, they're playing today. Oh, they are? Yeah. It doesn't say it. Because Kyle Schroeder's in the lineup. Oh, yeah, that's right. So they got three games against Baltimore. Then they got a three-game... This three-game against the Yankees is going to determine the season. After the series against Baltimore... This three-game series against the Yankees, is it's going to determine the season for the Red Sox. I mean, can they still make the wild card? I don't know. Yeah, but you make the wild card, who are you going up against? Either Tor either probably Toronto, Yankees, or o Oakland. Yeah, you, you have a 10-3 record against the Yankees, but who do you trust in a one-game playoff? Garrett Cole or Nick Pavetta? 
You think you, you don't think they would throw Chris Sale out there? They would probably save Chris Sale for the ALDS. They might throw Chris Sale out there, but you don't know how. Look what look when he pitched two years ago before the injury. Like he sucked two years ago. He was worse than Andrew Gashner. Mm-hmm. Just it's not a good situation with the Red Sox. I mean, they should have gone out. They should have got Kyle Gibson. They should have gone out getting German Hernandez. They should have got a first baseman. They just. And they just, I was just saying, from friggin' March until the All-Star break, I was riding high in the Red Sox. Now I'm not even watching anymore. I'm not even watching anymore. I knew this would happen. The Red Sox suck. But it's just, um, they're in trouble. Uh, Like I said, they're losers of the deadline. Um... Isaiah Thomas. Oh, no, 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 no. I had more um, baseball. Sorry. The Field of Dreams game. You seen any of that? I watched bits and pieces of it. I think it was pretty cool. I think they should. I, I hope that's pretty cool. They all walked out, though. I hope they continue it. Did you see that? Yeah. They all walked out of the cornfield. Like, what, what would you do, though? If you built a thing. If you were home alone and then you were outside, like, shooting hoops or something, or shooting the hockey net that we used to have, that we used to. Break windows on purpose. <laughs> Alright. And then all you hear is... What'd I do? Yeah, what'd you do? <laughs> I'm not kidding you. <laughs> Sorry, headphones user. <laughs> what would you do? What would you do? If you're... Get, get out of work, you're walking to your car. If you build it, they will come. What are you gonna do? I'll look up, you're like, what the hell? No, you're gonna scream. <laughs> but there was an unfortunate uh, event during the Marlins and um, Rockies game the other day. That uh, Did you hear that sound clip? Um, yes, and he clearly did say, I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna say the word. Because it sounds. Like he says that word, but if you look at the clip, someone got a clip, they videotaped him, and he's not even looking at the bag. Mm-hmm. He's looking at the mascot, and the mascot's name is Dinger. Oh, it is? Yes. So it sounds it sounds like he said it, but it I think he was saying Dinger. No, if he, I I don't know what he said. It did sound the N word, but uh, Marlins outfielder uh, Lewis Bryson said he didn't hear the fans shouting during Sunday's game at Coors Field. But a day later, he received a tape and had a different opinion. So I watched the video at least fifty times in the past fifteen, sixteen hours. Bryson said on the Zoom call before Monday's game at San Diego. I watched a lot, especially when I heard that he said, uh, "Oh yeah." I, I watched it a lot, especially when I heard that he said "dinger" instead of the N word. I personally, I personally, this is my opinion, I personally keep hearing the N-word. It's not what I want to hear. I never want to hear it. Personally, I've never been called it in person to my face or on the baseball field. Um, that, that interview that interview I'll, didn't really make sense, though. If you continue reading on, he says, I've never been called that, right? Mm-hmm. Then he goes, oh, I get Instagram messages when people call me that. Yeah. But if the fan did say it, well, come on, man. It's... Does it, you don't it's, say that. It's also like with it's all it's the way the world is now. There's so much tension that comes from 
I know we hate talking about politics on this podcast because fucking hate politics. Yeah, me too. There's so much tension from politics in the Democrats and the Republicans. You guys are all pawns. They all want you to act like they all they all want us to hate each other. Mm-hmm. And this is brought on to by your lovely government. So, come on, man. Have a head on your shoulders. Don't call him that. No, I, I, I don't know if he said, I don't know what he said, but like, if he did say dinger, then have it be. He said dinger, but if you said the other one, like Ryan said, you, you just don't use that word. No. No. I don't use it. I mean, it's just, it's not right. Now, I mean, I feel bad for the guy. What if his family was there at that game? And they hear that. You're gonna get it everywhere you go. That's why this world needs to straighten up. Mm-hmm. And people say they want it. Oh, and racist now. Like you have, you have all those groups that I quite frankly don't want to mention. This is like I said. This is what the politicians want. They want you to hate them, and they want us to hate us. But what people don't realize is when you die. Your skin color doesn't matter. Your skin color, skin color doesn't matter. If I cut myself right now, man, what color is my blood going to be once it hits the end? It's going to mm-hmm. be red. Yeah. He cuts his hand, what's his color? Red. We, uh, skin color is different, but we all bleed the same. What's under underneath. my skin? Bones? Mm-hmm. Are my bones different than his bones? No. Well, he's much stronger and faster than I am. <laughs> he's a professional baseball player. But uh, it's just no, it's just unfortunate that... No, like I said, if he said daring, he said daring, but if he didn't, we still got these idiots that come to the game and yell stuff like that. And this is, and this is like, this is a whole other subject. This is why the world's also like this. And something like recent just happened. Not missing any names. But if the way this world is, and you have a mental illness, reach out. Mm-hmm. That's all I gotta say. Something very tragic has happened. And all I'm saying is for you, if you have a problem, reach out. And the number to do it is 1-800-273-8255. Just reach out. Again, that is 1-800-273-8255. But I just, I don't know, I feel bad for him. You just, that's a word you don't say. No, no. And this is why, like, can people just shut up and go to the game? Like, my seats for Sunday are very nice. Mm-hmm. I showed you the picture. Mm-hmm. I'm right behind on plate, and every time someone's, if you guys watch the game, you can see my big-ass head just right behind home yeah. plate. Can't miss it. My head's pretty fucking big. Right, I mean, I know ha- I know uh, hecklers happen. I-, I don't think I was back to subject. I don't think I was trying to be a heckler or not. I don't know if he's trying to be funny. But there's some hecklers, yeah, they're funny. And there's some hecklers you just want to try and say, dude, shut the fuck up. Remember the, the heckler that uh, we went to the Red Sox game in Baltimore? And the Red Sox fan was uh, <clears throat> Mullins. I think it was it Mullins? What was his name? Reimold. 
Nolan Reimolds or whatever. Reimold and like, and he took his glove behind his back. And yeah. Every time the heckler would say something, he would go back with mm-hmm. <laughs> with the glove. Like, have an interaction like that. Look what happened at Alex Verdugo in New York. Yeah, threw a ball at him. And he say, "Oh, I was peer pressure by every peer pressure by every." Well, you know what, buddy? You know what peer pressure? Peer pressure gets you kicked out of every major league stadium. Yeah. You hit him in the back with a ball. And it's back turn. Obviously, and then back to the ball. Dugo would kick that guy's butt. No, just get the argument. There's hecklers. There's some that are funny. Then they'll stop for a while. Then they'll go back. You get that one heckler who get going and going and going. And first it'll be funny. Then after that, it's just it's not funny. One of the best heckler stories was Andrew Jones. He um, told the heckler. If I hit another home run, I want you out. Mm-hmm. And he, he hit four home runs. He's up at bat with his third home run, and they throw him a fastball right down the middle. What do you think happens? That fan's gone. But that fan's gone. We didn't talk. Uh, we don't really talk about hockey. <laughs> Joe Thornton still playing. Jumbo, jumbo, jumbo. Yummy. Yager still playing. He just signed a deal overseas. He's like 53. You guys got Walker down the ice. <laughs> the Panthers assign a veteran forward Joe Thornton to a one-year deal. He's 42 years old, has played in 1,680 career games between the Boston Bruins from 97-2006. This team was a Sharks 2006-20 to uh, 20, and then Toronto Maple Leafs for one season. Uh, with more than 1,600 games played in the NHL, Joe will be the uh, wealth of experience to a locker room and lineup of the Panthers' general manager, Bill Zito, said in a statement. His drive in his um, his drive in his uh, unmistakable. Uh, we are thrilled um, that he chose to sign with our club. Um, Jumbo Joe. You think he's a Hall of Famer? Yes, but he can't win the big one. Nope. Joe Jumbo Joe to the Florida Panthers. Come on, do it. What you used to do when you used to the Florida Panthers? I don't remember. You little Panther noise. And also, uh, the Red Wings made a little move. They uh, signed uh, Jacob Rana to avoid um, arbitration. It's a three-year deal. Uh, it was required from the um, uh, Capitals and Block Trust Australia. That's an Anthony uh, uh, Manthea. Great, uh, great trade. Uh, the Red Wings did. has been a fantastic addition. Um, but that's my two hockey stories. Da-na-na. Na-na-na. Isaiah Thomas. Names being brought back up as a potential return with the Lakers. And Celtics. Celtics too? Yeah. Um, he's 32 years old. Hasn't... Uh, Speaking about the Celtics. And hasn't played... Uh, just played... Haven't played in three games last season. He, he played last season. Isaiah Thomas had a great career. Brings, the Pelicans. I don't know that. Uh, I have been during 2017 playoffs. Uh, pretty much messed up his career. Um, for the all-time NBA guard, made 17 appearances for the Lakers down the stretch to 17-18 campaign. Um, obviously, had a great, great couple seasons to Celtics, uh, putting up 28.9 points, 5.9 assists. Uh, he put up 7.7 points uh, per game on 33.3% shooting with the Pelicans last season. Would you like to see him come back? Well, they... Before they signed Dennis Schroeder, now the Celtics have signed Dennis Schroeder to that one-year $5.9 million deal. 
Fuck while betting on yourself. He wanted eighty four million. He turned down an eighty four million four year deal extension from the Lakers. Yeah, well, I don't think he wanted to play with LeBron James. <clears throat> so you have a chance to continue to play with one of the greatest basketball players of all time. You have a chance to win a championship, not one, maybe multiple. Now you go the bat. Now you're going backwards and going to a Celtics team that I don't think is going to be competitive. He's betting on himself. Uh, I don't think he's worth. He's, but to begin with, I don't think he's even worth $84 million when he wanted that. He wanted more. Yeah, and I don't think he's worth that. But look at the Lakers now. Lakers were always going to get Westbrook. They were always going to go and get what they wanted. Mm-hmm. So there's no room for him on that team. Mm-hmm. So go to a team that has good young wings. Mm-hmm. Celtics have good young wings. Yep. And you see what happens. With, with this shooter, I like this shooter, Sam. He's a perfect point guard for the Celtics. I'm yeah, I think I, the, the ceiling for the Celtics is between four and six. Four and six years? No, the C. I think that oh. with the signing of Schroeder, the ceiling is between four and six because they're not done. Even the coach is admitted. Amaya Duque, whatever his name is. Has admitted that they're not done. I mean, who else can they go get, though? I mean, I don't really... Who... They're probably going to flip Chris Dunn. You think so? Trade him for a big man expiring contract. Mm-hmm. Or get a future second-round pick out of it. Mm-hmm. So basically what it is is you flip Tristan Thompson. Which I'm glad they did. For Dennis Schroeder. But I kind of would look at it. I think the Celtics are going backwards, too. I mean, you go from Isaiah Thomas to Kyrie Irving to Kemba Walker to Dennis freaking Schroeder. They're all the same player. Really? Yeah. I just, I... Kemba, Isaiah Thomas fit perfect with the Celtics. Mm-hmm. Perfect player. When they went out, they got Kyrie. Kyrie was... Fantastic. Better, towards they, the end. Kyrie's a better player than Isaiah Thomas. Oh, Yeah. You can say how much you hate him, I can't stand him, but you can say he's a better player, mm-hmm. more talented. Then, who, when they play basketball, who reminds you a lot of a poor man's Kyrie? Between Kemba Walker and Dennis Schroeder? No, Kemba Walker. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, those two are wash. Then you add Schroeder in the mix, and let's see what they do. I don't know, I just... I don't really like him at the deadline. Yeah. If they're if they're out of contention and they flip him at the deadline, and he's playing good. You can get a first round pick off off of him. Yeah, he's from Germany. He's from Germany. I did not know that. I watched a video with him. He was had a German accent. You know, speaking German, I said I did not know that. I thought he was from like, Atlanta. or Atlanta. I did not know he was from Germany. But um, speaking about another uh, signing. Kyrie Leonard agrees to stay in uh, with the Clippers. Four years, $176.3 million contract. So the claw is staying in Los Angeles. Yeah, how much is he going to play, though? He's, Out of that four years. He's been getting injured a lot. He was injured a lot. Well, I don't know how much he was injured in last season, but he missed the playoffs. I say he plays about four years, maybe... A hundred and fifty games. hundred and fifty games. 
So we return to LA. He expected to miss a uh, he's expected to miss a, a significant amount of time of the 2021-22 season after uh, having surgery to prepare partially torn ACL in July. He has sustained the injury during the Clippers' playoff run, but L.A. didn't announce that he tore his ACL until the team was bounced in the Western Conference Finals by the Suns. Uh, when he was healthy, he put his stellar performance in the playoffs, averaging 30.4.7.7 rebounds, 4.4 assists, and he was unable to play in the Clippers' last two games of the semifinal series against Utah Jazz and remained sidelined for the entire hey, L.A. series. Hey, try to say that word again. What? Second. <laughs> so you think he's going to play 150 games in the next four years? Yes. Ryan with the hot take again. Um, last two stories I'm going to end with. Uh, Carmel Anthony says, Lakers aren't worried about age of roster. We'll make our own narrative. Um, he says, we don't care, Anthony said. We don't care. We want to make our narrative. I like when people talk about the age. It gives us a better story. I think it gives, it gives a better story. Um, I think people forget at the end of the day, it's about basketball. You know how to play basketball. Oh, you've got to know how to play basketball. My bad. you got to uh, have the experience. I think, um, I think that's uh, what we bring at this point in time. Um, our talent, our skill, and our experience. Um, I said it last time, uh, he's 37 years old, be the oldest player on the team, followed close by LeBron James, Trevor Reza, Jared Dugley, Marcus Hall, all of them are 36, Dwight Howard was 35, Russell Westbrook, who's now 32. Average of the Lakers roster is 31.8 years. Um, this is far away the uh, oldest roster in the league. Um, the Jazz is second oldest at 28.9 uh, years. I almost said 20.9 points. Um, getting a phone call. Um, Lakers, they're very old, 31.8 years. I said last podcast, I think they will make the NBA Finals. Just they got a very good roster. They made very good offseason moves. You know, they got LeBron. They got, obviously, um, Russell Westbrook, who's one of the best point guards. Maybe, if, uh, I don't know. I like Curry. Probably top three point guard in the league. Triple-double machine. He's spaced the floor. The only thing that worries me is Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis will be the biggest piece. Uh, what if coming into the season, if he can stay healthy? Yeah, but you don't, like, it's like they said, you don't, you gotta play the game. Mm -hmm. Look at the 2007, <clears throat> look at the 2007 Patriots. They made it, they were undefeated, made the Super Bowl loss. Like, they have the best restaurant roster on paper like that could be the Lakers that team if that team was five six years ago oh they probably at least went would have at least won three or four championships by now you know like now they're all old mm -hmm. Carmelo Anthony is like three, one walker away from retirement he's 37 retirement. this is probably the last chance to win a ring LeBron's is not his a, last LeBron's not a spring chicken he's, anymore. He's 36. He's been at least, he's 18. That's, when I say 18, 36, 10. So that's almost 20 years in the league. He's eight. This is 18th year, I think. Yeah, because last year was 17, 18, 19. This is 18th year in the league. Holy yeah. fuck. People born in 2004 are 18. I'm fucking old. <laughs> yeah. But no, it should be interesting how this 
how this team will gel, how you know the minutes will go, and how this team can can are they going to be tired? Is I mean to keep up with fast teams. And uh, last but not least, uh, Russell Westbrook discusses playing for hometown Lakers. Everything comes in full circle. Um, it's Terrell Westbrook said joining the Lakers during the and during his uh, press conference with the team. Uh, I think it still hasn't uh, hit me yet being from L.A. I'm not too far from here. I've been able to watch the uh, parades, uh, try to go to them, try to miss school, and try to go to them. Being a Laker fan, being from L.A., but I think it's come from, uh, from uh, Jesus, coming full circle for me. Do I need to play that clip again? No. <laughs> um, you said the roster's great. Westbrook said a bunch of guys that I already know, which is even better. I'm always looking forward to... Uh, I'm always looking at the roster and figuring out how I can make uh, all the guys better. Simple as that, then uh, I'll find ways to do that with the roster. I really think going forward to getting with the, um, looking at, oh, geez, I can't fucking read. I'm really looking forward to getting uh, with these guys and figure it out. Uh, he's former MVP, nine-time All-Star. Um, like you said, you compared this to this uh, Patriots 2017. I think it's a great um, comparison. 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 You all right there? Yeah. T -t 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 Today, Junior. Um, like I said, I think the Lakers, besides the Suns, they're probably the best team in the West. Are probably even better than the Suns now. Roster wise, on paper wise, yes, but Suns are. It's like this, like Suns run the table. It's like this, you know. The Suns are young. Devin Booker's young. Mm -hmm. You can outrun them. Yeah. It was like for my years of coaching, even though it's rec soccer, coaching soccer, mm -hmm. the older kids, like between 14 years old and high school, yeah. if I'm coaching against a team, and that other team, they have runners, they have gunners, mm -hmm. they're way faster than my team, mm -hmm. I can't coach against that. Mm -hmm. You can't coach against speed. No. You run those old bastards down to the ground. And I think that's one of the, I think probably happened to the Lakers, but I just, I'm still penciling in. Going to the NBA Finals. Is that John's hot take right now? Mm -hmm. Lakers will in the NBA Finals. You want a real bold, bold, bold hot take? Mm -hmm. Like a really mm -hmm. big, bold hot take? They won't make the playoffs. Really? That's my bold prediction of the year. Ryan, another hot take. Hot take, Ryan. All right, guys. Uh, that's all I got. Um, just remember, guys, if you have mental, if you have battling mental health issues, just call that number that Sean said. Yes, um, I'll say it again if you guys didn't get it. Um, honestly, guys, don't reach out to people. Uh, the number is 1-800-273-8255. No, I always give my Instagram, my Twitter at the end. Uh, my Instagram is johnohalloran15. My Twitter is underbar John underbar Halloran. Seriously, guys, don't reach out. DMs are always open. Um, or if not, just don't talk to people. No, get out there and talk to people. No, your life is worth more than you think. That is a hundred percent true, and for once, I'm gonna take the reins and say this has been take the lead, and the goat is out. <laughs>